Hello and welcome to Witch and Sip. I am your host, Stephanie C. Weinman. The Witch and Sip podcast will cover all kinds of topics varying from the paranormal to current hot topics and even some topics about my witchy life and so much more. So grab your drink of choice and settle in with me for a spell. Cheers! Hi everyone! Welcome, welcome. Grab your drink, sit down, come in and join me. I'm so excited that you are all here with me and joining my fourth episode of Witch and Sip. I am having so much fun doing this. This is such a wonderful outlet for me creatively. I've never felt like much of a creative person, or at least I've had some kind of a block where I haven't let myself be creative. And I feel like since I have started uh, Witch and Sip, the, the creative juices are flowing and I am here for it. I am loving it. And I hope you can feel that coming from me through the, I guess not radio waves anymore, the interweb waves, <laughs> the internet, or whatever it is that you're listening to me on, whether it be Anchor or Spotify or Apple Podcasts. I hope you can feel the energy I have when I get to sit down and spend some time with you all because I'm all about it and I'm loving it. We are finally into the month of September. Oh my goodness. Labor Day is upon us. It's been really cool seeing over this past week, actually probably two weeks, um, you know, all of the social media posts of everybody going back to school. This is a beginning for a lot of people this time of year. You know, a lot of people are, a lot of kids are going back to school. A lot of adults are going back to school. Me sitting here raising my hand. I know I've mentioned that a, a couple times already. I start school on Tuesday. I'm so excited and a little nervous, but mostly excited. And the nerves are good. You know, the nerves are really good. As I, uh, I don't want to say preach, but try to remind people often that, you know, nerves are a good thing. That is you knowing that you are stepping over that line of fear or that line of where you're always going to be comfortable into something that might make you feel a little uncomfortable, but that's good because that's where all the good stuff is over that line of fear. Take that jump, jump over that line that is where all the good stuff is and where we grow and we learn and we just keep evolving into the people we are supposed to be, the people that we are moving forward to be in our life. And I am ready for it. I am very excited. So it's been really wonderful seeing, you know, all the cute, awesome posts of all the kitties going back to school this week and seeing all of my friends' kids growing up and coming into their own. It just makes me really happy. It makes my heart happy and it puts a big smile on my face. So I'm really excited to, you know, be here with you all with this wonderful energy coming around, this new energy for everybody. And, you know, I've been thinking about what I wanted to talk about this week. And it took me a few days 
to really put together my thoughts, <laughs> which nowadays is, is, um, quite the process. <laughs> I have a lot going on in my life, <laughs> uh, a lot going on in my life and me trying to get my thoughts together can tend to be a bit difficult right now. Also because I am legitimately having COVID brain, COVID fog, whatever the hell it is. You know, I, uh, recently what well, I'm two weeks out from COVID, uh, and I was, I was sick for really sick for a good two weeks with it. And I'll tell you what the COVID fog COVID COVID brain is a real, is a real deal. It's a real thing. And I'm, uh, definitely still dealing with that and dealing with, um, some still some, a lot of exhaustion and, and tiredness, but you know, this too shall pass. Uh, is what, you know, people keep telling me. So I'm plunging ahead anyways, while I have been thinking this week about what it is I want to talk about. I had an idea of what I want to talk about and it finally really came to full fruition yesterday. It bubbled and toiled <laughs> and finally came to fruition. And what I would like to talk about a bit with all of you is how, you know, there are many different groups of women and men who call themselves, call themselves witches. And, uh, one of the really fastly growing, I'd say sectors of witches. And it's been around for decades, but I see it really becoming more mainstream now are witches who are activists and how some witches use their, their, their power of who they are as a witch. Uh, their energy of who they are as a witch, and they put it towards activism. Uh, I, for one, am one of those witches, one of those women, one of those people. I uh, not only do I like to, uh, you know, honor the high holidays, or as we call them, the Sabbaths, uh, which really has to do with the seasonal changes. Uh, every six weeks, there's a seasonal change. Uh, but, and, and I'm not talking about just, you know, uh, winter, spring, summer, fall. It's every six weeks. There's a, an energetic shift beyond that. You know, there's, um, there's, you know, I do love to ce celebrate those. Uh, there's a lot of things I do where it comes to rituals and intention setting and working with the moon and whatnot. But beyond that, I try to really use uh, a lot of my energy, a lot of my purpose as a witch into activism. And I would like to coin a term right now. I'm trademarking it. TMTM. I'm trademarking it. Witchivist. I am a witchivist and there are many of us out there. There are many witchivists out there. <laughs> and uh, I would like to talk a little bit about that today because there's some really cool history that goes back to the sixties about, and I'm going to say this, which of us, uh, first I want to give you a little bit of history, 
just basically where the term witch came from or how, how it was back, you know, in the 13th, 14th centuries where women were labeled witches and what that entailed. Honestly, all it really took for a woman to be called a witch and then to be persecuted as a witch was for her to be single, uh, for her to be poor, uh, for her to not have any children, whether it was by choice or not by choice, uh, a woman down on her luck, a woman, a woman who was a healer, uh, all that's all it would take in order for a woman to be labeled a witch and then have to deal with those consequences. And now that's going back. Like I said, you know, I mean, this started 13th, 14th century, probably even before then, you know, honestly, um, I'm just saying from where it was recorded and from what we know, that's where the whole perception of witches came from. And honestly, it still carries on today in real life in some countries. And I did just learn about this. Uh, I'm going to give a shout out to a really cool podcast that I love called Rituals. And that is, um, I know that it's on Spotify. I'm sure that it's on Apple Podcasts too. Uh, but Rituals, it is, um, the hosts are Christine Schieffer and M. Schultz. They are so much fun. They also have um, another podcast called That's Why We Drink. Uh, but their newest podcast is called Rituals. And this is where I heard this, uh, heard about that right now uh, in Ghana, there are like, in, I'm talking about 2022, there are witch camps um, that right now is housing over what, almost 500 women and 40 men uh, in these witch camps. And this is happening in 2022. And it is, you know, because of women who are in terrible situations that are down on their luck. Uh, sometimes their families will take advantage of it, accuse them of being a witch, and then is, are able to lay claim onto their belongings. So just, just, I'm just throwing it in there so that everybody is aware that this isn't just something that happens, you know, or did happen centuries and centuries and hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of years ago. These things are happening right now in certain countries. So let's just be aware of that and, um, keep that, keep that in our awareness because it's very important and it's something that everybody should know that is going on. But where it comes to today in the 20th and 21st century, uh, witches and activism really can roll hand in hand together. And I think much of that is because you, you know, we would assume, I think it is pretty legitimate to say that most witches are women. There are men witches. Absolutely. And we love our male witches. They have a incredible strength and an incredible, incredible energy of their love and their connection to 
to the craft and it brings out who they are. And I love that. Uh, but you know, for the most part, generally speaking, um, it's, you know, it's a very female based term, which, and witches are, you know, mostly known as being women. And because of that, I think feminism, feminism comes into play where it comes to us witches and with everything that women have had to deal with since the beginning of time, literally since Adam and Eve, right? I mean, Adam and Eve and Lilith, let's say. Lil Lilith really got the short end of the stick, <laughs> if you ask me. Um, you know, because she she decided she was equal to Adam. And because of that, uh, she was deemed to be evil. But, and that's literally, as some of you think, the beginning of time. So uh, this is something that's been going on for all of humanity. And it's uh, something that women, a lot of women are standing up against and are speaking out about. And it's a really powerful platform to take on. And there are many witch of us out there that are not backing down. And I do want to share, as I was looking up some information about women and the history of how witchivism started. <laughs> I love that I'm making up these words. I dig it. <laughs> it makes sense to me. And that's all that really matters. <laughs> I hope it's all, I hope it's all making sense to you as well. But I did look up, um, I found this article on vice.com. Gotta love vice.com. And it's talking about uh, the Wicked Witch, and witch is being used as an acronym. And this is the name of the article, Wicked Witch, the 60s Feminist Protesters Who Hexed Patriarchy. And let me tell you, it's not just patriarchy. You know, there's patriarchy, there's bigotry, there's misogynists, which is, you know, pretty much goes hand in hand with patriarchy. Racists, uh, women who have to stand up for their own body autonomy. This is all in line, you know, and women, uh, fighting for, uh, POC. It's just, it all goes hand in hand. Um, so here's some information I wanted to share that I think was really interesting because this goes back, like I said, this goes back to 1968. So on Halloween in 1968, the women's international terrorist conspiracy from hell known as witch, was born in New York, dressed as witches, complete with brooms, capes, and pointy black hats, chanting, Wall Street, Wall Street, up against the Wall Street. The group descended on the financial heartland of the United States to administer a hexing. A day later, the stock market reportedly fell 13 points. Take that, right? take that. <laughs> so again, this is in 1968. So in the coming months and years, various witch branches sprung up across the United States and as far away as Japan. Their targets included universities, beauty pageants, and playboy clubs. 
anti-marriage leaflets distributed by which featured the warning, always a bride, never a person. They protested wedding fairs, singing, here comes the slaves off to their graves, to the music of tr the traditional bridal march. At one such fair in Madison Square Garden, which released 100 white mice into the crowd, leading the host of the event to quip, I think they're just a little teed off because nobody ever proposed to them. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I find this incredibly interesting and it just, it, it fills me up to see that back in the, back in 1968, women were literally pounding the pavement and speaking their truth. And I understand this may not be for everyone. I am not agreeing or disagreeing with any of this. I just love learning about it. And I think it's fascinating. So as they were blending the then radical demands of the burgeoning women's liberation movement with the iconography of witches, which was provocative, fun, and as founding member Robin Morgan writes in the anthology, Sisterhood is Powerful, there is no joining witch. If you are a woman and you dare to look within yourself, you are a witch. So I find that all so fascinating as nowadays in the past, what we're in 2022. So I would say when I started to really, I guess, uh, combine and consolidate my personal witchiness with my personal activism, uh, which I've been an activist of in my, in my own ways for over a decade now, uh, if not longer. Uh, but I'd have to say that in 2016, things really started to amp up where it came to witchivists. And some of you this year may ring a bell, um, as some of us may call this now the Trump era that we're in. Again, uh, I am not trying to, you know, start anything. I know some of you will agree with some of the Trump era, uh, ideals, ideologies, uh, and things that happened. And some of you will not, uh, I will stay. I personally, you know, I'm not one that necessarily has gone, um, agreed with any of uh, the ideologies and um, the beliefs that went along with that. But I'm also going to state here to each their own. As long as you're not oppressing anybody else, then to each your own. So take that as you may from me. I'm not going to get into it too much about how I feel because I will pop off. But... <laughs> to each their own, as long as you're doing no harm to anybody else. I'll leave it at that. But where it does come to in the past six years or so, how the witchivists have really started coming out uh, into the mainstream. Us witchivists have really been really owning our power 
taking the onus of who we are as witches and trying to help the other, trying to help others, trying to help ourselves, trying to help the oppressed uh, because of the patriarchy, the bigotry, the misogynism, the racism, uh, and you know the things that women have a right uh, to have control over in their own lives. And this is a really important topic. And I don't know if you've heard some of the news stories over the past few years about these witchivists um, coming together to hex certain people, hex certain situations. And again, I am not one who hexes. I, I, I don't. And and it's, it's, it can get a little, it can get a little dicey. Uh, I think there is something to be said about, uh, putting your intention and your energy into something to help another person. And if that means disseminating an idea or a thought process, I'm all for it. I am not one to set an intention to hurt somebody, uh, at all. I, uh, cannot do that. It's not part of who I am, but, uh, there is, you know, that point where you can set your intentions. Like I said, to, uh, put all of your energy into, having a situation move forward in a way that is not going to hurt other people uh, in disseminating situations that are already hurting other people or oppressing other people. So, you know, us witchivists uh, have really been drawing down our power and putting it towards that over the past few years. And I think it has helped us in ways to deal with what is going on, what has been going on. It helps us to feel like we are actively doing something besides our normal activist duties that we do, uh, but also to do something not just physically, but energetically and spiritually, which I think once you combine all of those things, when you combine the physical with the spiritual, with the energetic, because you know, all things are energy. And as a Reiki practitioner myself, I feel I can control energy. I can work with energy uh, to benefit other people. And I like to use that in order to benefit other people, to benefit all people. But going back to the which organization from 1968, you can really see where the activism really stemmed from feminism and women wanting to take their control back and their power back. And to that, I am all for that. I am all about that. Uh, because obviously, as we have seen, uh, <laughs> you know, in, in the history of, of time, <laughs> in the history of humanity, that is something that women have had to fight for over and over and over again. So, you know, if being a feminist and being a witch, 
means that we will be labeled in certain ways or that there are certain connotations that come along with the label or term, which then so be it. You know, it is what it is. And all you can do is what's good for you, what's good for yourself and own your beliefs, own who you are and move forward with that and try to, you know, just make the world a better place for everybody involved. And that is my personal goal. And I know that is so many others personal goals as well. And when we can combine individually that energy, it's a beautiful thing because we can move mountains. Women can move mountains. And as I'm taking my last sip of Cabernet, it is time for me to sign off from you all today. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. I know that I uh, divulged a bit of myself, myself and my beliefs uh, on you all today. And I'm hoping that you still stick around, even if you may not agree with some things that I may see or agree with some of my beliefs, uh, some of my belief systems. Again, I can appreciate so much from everyone regarding your own beliefs. And I'm here for that too. With that, I hope you have a magical week ahead and I cannot wait to see you again next week. Cheers.